Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Wad Dogs Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Val. Uh, so we are entering week three. Entering week three. Right now it is Thursday morning. It's Thursday morning. We tried to do, do this a little earlier in the week, but we got a little busy. So we're going to bang it out uh, on Thursday and get it published. Uh, but a little recap from last week. So we learned something very interesting when we went to the Snoqualmie Casino, which is where we are here in Washington. Uh, their contest is called Beat the Point Spread Pigskin Challenge. A little cheesy, a little long, um, but you know, uh, nonetheless, there's, uh, I, I finally figured out there's 75 people in the contest. So they, they did not break a hundred people. Um, however, though, as of week two, you, oh, you and I are tied for second place. There's three people ahead of us, uh, that are one point, uh, they have 17 total points. Uh, you and I have, uh, 16 points. We're tied with a few people in second place, but not too bad out of 75 people. No. And we ended up changing our picks from the Snoqualmie Casino, what's it called? Beat the Point Spread Pigskin Challenge. Challenge yeah. um, compared to our Circa Millions and the Westgate uh, Super Contest, because we were going to keep all of our picks from for the contest the same. So yeah. it's we weren't going to switch them up and make it all kind of weird or cutesy. We're going to like you know these are our games that we picked the five ATS. We put them in all the contests we're entered in. But then when we got to the Snoqualmie Casino on that Friday morning, um, we were like. It was, it was like Christmas. Yeah, so they, they have these kiosks. It looks like a, an iPad screen, but it's in like this, you know, housing, like this, uh, you know, it's just like a kiosk. I don't know what you call it. But uh, so you have to go to the casino. You have to log. You, they give you a card with a, uh, like a rewards card thing with a number on it. You have to log into the system. And we already had our picks ready to go. You know, it was like Friday afternoon. They have to be in by Saturday morning. And uh, we had, you know, so our, 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 our picks for the other two contests for Super Contest and Circa Millions is a Bengals minus three. That one didn't work. It was three and a half. I'm sorry. Yeah, three and a half. Uh, Pitt at a plus two and a half. Seattle plus four and a half. Uh, New England at a plus two and a half. And the Bills at a minus eight and a half. That was the Super Contest lines and the Circa Millions lines. Which we ended up going... Three and two. Yeah, we went. Uh, we went, went three and two on that one. Darn uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati New was a, was a bust, and the you know, Patriots. New England. They was... just they just didn't look that good. I thought it was a good bet. You know, two and a half points at home, divisional game. You know, sort of one of those rules. You always take the you know, you you take the. With a divisional game, you always take the points, but I think Miami's better than people think they are. Oh, Miami's I mean, very good. I think Miami looks pretty good. Uh, now, when we got there, though, uh, so we were all ready to take that entram in until we saw the lines and didn't realize it didn't seem like anything was too drastic on week one. Week two, uh, the 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 pigs beat the point spread pigs. Uh, see, it's a, it's a mouthful. <laughs> I know, it's beat the point spread pigskin challenge. They used the opening lines. For the contest, yeah, it was uh, so, like a total gift. So we got there, and the Chiefs were a plus, a minus, a minus three and a half on nope. the road against Jacksonville. But we got there; it was a minus two and a half. So we figure uh, KC under a field goal will take KC. Turned out to be a pretty good bet. And the real gift was uh, Dallas uh, against um, the Jets. Uh, I think the line went up to a ten or some crazy thing, nine and a half or ten. They had it at a minus three. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, we just we scrapped. Dallas was a minus three. So we got Dallas at a minus three at home against the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. And the the really the decider too is that the Pit, uh, Pittsburgh went from a plus two and a half down to a minus two and a half or a plus two and a half, uh, excuse me, from a plus two and a half to a plus one and a half. And New England did the same thing. It went down to, the, I don't know why those lines changed, um, but that one went down to a plus uh, one and a half as well. I think that might have maybe been the original lines. Yeah, they're all, all yeah, every one of them like was all the, the original yeah, lines. Yeah, all opening lines. Um, so we're like, okay, we're not going to take those two. We're going to take KC and Dallas. And then we end up going four and one on the Snoqualmie contest. So we're yeah, four. Yeah, it was those darn Bengals. Yeah, yeah. And then the Bengals screwed us on both. Otherwise, we would have went four and one and five and oh um, I really did think about think that the uh, Bengals was a good bet but Burrow their offense was terrible uh, and Lamar I think Lamar uh, you know for a divisional game I think Lamar uh, Jackson played pretty well and they had injuries the other reason why I liked it too is because the Bengals had or the Ravens had injuries all over the place their offensive line had injuries their secondary had injuries I think they had a linebacker out I mean they had injuries all over the place you know I don't know you know if they had the whole practice squad playing or not but they uh, they played pretty well 
you know, especially uh, for a divisional road game like that, winning by seven, uh, what do they win by seven points or something? Yeah, the Ravens played really good. And I think we, we were definitely a little bit kind of dazzled by, you know, Cincinnati is not going to lose two games in a, you know, the first and second week of the NFL, you know, 2023 season where, you know, I, and I, so I was kind of a little maybe glamorized about how good they were last year, maybe not taking into account, um, you know, the quarterback's injury and well, I think how his, good I think the Ravens his, were. Well, he re-injured his calf in that game, or like in the third or fourth quarter. So I think his calf was causing him more problems than uh, anyone alluded to because our offense didn't really do much. I mean, that's supposed to be a high-powered offense, and they didn't look very good at all. Yeah, so uh, I completely got swayed by opinion. Even listening to the wise guys and the sharps and different things and looking at, you know, what they did last week, and I totally got, um, got swayed just by just straight-up subjective opinion because – in the beginning, foundationally, we did find that to be more of a pick'em, in terms of I think I think we came up with the numbers at Cincinnati at a minus one at home when we did the foundational numbers. Probably should have stuck with that and said three and a half. You know, maybe you know if it was two and a half, I would have you know, sure you take that all day long, even though they absolutely didn't even cover a minus two and a half, but. Those, yeah, three and a half of those numbers, that was that was a bad pick. I was yeah, yeah completely now, blinded by uh, that one. Now, now, I will say that I thought the Patriots was a good bet at a plus two and a half at home. I thought that was a good bet. Uh, in hindsight, the Bengals was a terrible bet. Uh, we shouldn't have taken it. A, a, you know, like you said, at a, mi- at a minus two and a half would have been reasonable because at least you're, you know, you're under the field goal. Because uh, those games often do, those uh, AFC North divisional games always come down. They're always tight games. There's not too many blowouts in those divisional games. Uh, I mean, typically, I know the Bengals got blown up by the by the Browns, um, but you know, in hindsight, uh, see that's the thing. Sports betting, it's always hindsight's twenty twenty, <laughs> right? You make a bet, you feel good about it, you feel really confident about it. Uh, I did hear some stats that uh, you know something to do with the Ravens being a dog, uh, like a divisional dog or just a dog. They're like twenty four and five ATS. We probably shouldn't have taken it, uh, you know. But again, uh, I, at the time, I just thought it was a good bet. So we went four and one on the Snoqualmie contest. We went three and two at least we got a winning week we were really sweating that uh, Pittsburgh game oh my gosh thank God that defense played well Uh, it was uh, it was exciting nonetheless two defensive touchdowns offense on both sides really couldn't do much of anything in that game it was really a defensive battle I think both the Browns defense is really good and at least in that one the Steelers defense uh, showed up to play because they looked uh, they looked pretty exceptional TJ Watt uh, what's his name Alex Highsmith I mean those two guys alone pretty much wrecked the game so uh, you know, we squeaked out uh, a winning record. So I think I looked at it. We are, uh, we're tied for, and the circa millions were tied for like 407th or something like that. You know, out of 9,000 people are 6,500 people. That's not too bad. I don't remember what we are in the super contest. We're quite a bit higher. We're only two points. We're only two points out of first place in the super contest. But there's uh, a lot of ties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, of course, yeah, there's, you know. As there would be with yeah, that many yeah, yeah. people. But I know the Westgate, there's quite a bit. There's not definitely not nearly as many people in that Westgate Super Contest as there is in that Circa Millions. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, what the head count is of the Super Contest. Last year they had just over fifteen hundred, and I think they have either right around the same, either a little bit more, or a little bit less than fifteen hundred. So um, that's sort of the reason why we decided to play it because why we want to compete against sixty five hundred people when we can compete against fifteen hundred people. And we were uh, in Vegas at the time, signing up with the proxy. We're like, hey, we're here. Yeah, Why no. not? Yeah, and that was the you know that's the one that was the contest that been around for years and years and years. That's the you know the the original contest, and now Circus sort of kind of taken everything over. I don't think they're really doing a lot different. I think they're just marketing it a little bit better. Uh, you know, uh, and that survivor, the survivor is the different one, right? That's the one that everyone, that's the drama filled one. That's what everyone likes. Their enrollment last year was, you know, 6,000 something. And, you know, uh, and this year they are hoping to get 8,000. They end up getting 9,200 and some, in some change. So, uh, let's move on to this week's games. Last week was as every week is in the NFL, very exciting, very stressful. One more, um, just one more thing about last week. We went way chalky and we got our survivor pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We took the bank. We took the bills. We totally. Uh, yep. It was an easy, easy bet on the easiest bet on the board. Uh, you know, we're 
we're taking a little bit of, I know the, the Giants, everyone, I, you know, people were sweating that Giants. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, week one, they're betting the command or uh, sweating the commanders. Uh, we just decided to take it, you know, just because that's our first time in Survivor. We don't want to get knocked out, you know, and we only have one entry on the Survivor. Uh, so we're just sort of uh, laying the chalk, uh, you know, <laughs> as much as we can until the season progresses. Now we've sort of mapped a couple of uh, pathways to week 20 out as we can. So there's a few teams we are saving for Christmas and Thanksgiving and Christmas. So we do have, uh, minus any uh, major injuries or any weather catastrophes, we sort of do have a, a path to the end. Um, but, you know, that, you know, as we, as the season keeps going, it might change. Oh know? yeah, no, yeah. It's, it was exciting. Yeah, so uh, why don't we dive into our, uh, our lean, we'll go through the games uh, and uh, kind of highlight the ones that we're leaning towards. Uh, so uh, what about, uh, I, oh, I will say another thing from last week too. Uh, we were contemplating betting on the Eagles Thursday night game. We don't typically bet on Thursday night games. I don't think a lot of people actually do. Uh, and we had to get the picks in um, submitted by like noon on Thursday to be viable for that, you know, for the Thursday night games. And it was, uh, so normally we turn them in by Friday afternoon cause they have to all be in by Saturday morning. Uh, and it was really stressful trying to submit those, uh, you know, our, our lines, um, by Thursday, having that whole extra 24 hours to do it. I literally, I think we did it at noon on Friday, noon on Thursday or prior to noon on Thursday versus having that whole extra day was a completely different an experience. There felt like there was so much, <clears throat> excuse me, so much pressure to have them in on Thursday. And they turned out better anyways, because we would have pushed on the Eagles if we would have taken them. So there's a bunch of injuries on the Eagles secondary. Excuse me. I want to take a Oh, yeah. No, you got a little frog in your throat. I get those. I hate that when that happens. No, definitely. We would have pushed on that Eagles. So I'm so glad we didn't. Um, honestly, I thought our numbers looked pretty good at, you know, aiming towards the Eagles, but the Eagle didn't play that great but hey it's thursday night i'm sure there's a lot of yips going on yeah well well the vikings sort of uh you know if uh, justin jefferson didn't fumble the ball out of the end zone the vikings could have mm. could have actually won that game right you know so we pushed feel good about it we didn't take it and now i know why i felt so much pressure because i felt good about it but they had all those injuries the vikings had some offensive line injuries so i thought it might you know kind of cancel them cancel them out or the vikings might have a little bit more of an advantage so i just kind of talked myself out of it and trying to submit them by thursday at noon was really really stressful uh so nonetheless i don't think we're gonna uh even this week is a really juicy one <laughs> uh now we're debating today's thursday right so the opening line for the Giants, san francisco the opening line is was a six and now the line has gone up to a 10, a minus 10 for San Francisco. We're actually going to go to the Snoqualmie Casino today. Uh, it's about 20 minutes from our house or so. And if it's at a, if it's at a minus six, uh, we're going to take San Francisco. Yeah, they're keeping the opening lines as just as is. Uh, that's yeah. Our, yeah, our picks between that Snoqualmie Casino versus the Circa and the Westgate is going to be completely different, but well, but we said we didn't want to stress about it. If we get there and it's too late to submit, or maybe they don't have Thursday games available because the, because that, this is the casino's first time doing one of these kind of Vegas style um, contests that it's a, you can totally tell the the difference between, you know, yeah, the they, fellas there were like, we're like, when should we put the picks in? And they're like, you can go put them in now when we signed up. We're like, that, now we're going to wait. Yeah, it, was like <laughs> a, it was like a week before the games were going to start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were really funny. They were really fun. But um, yeah, so like you said, tonight's a juicy game. We might even just go down there and just bet on it just for fun, just for some side money. But I think in terms of our liens, we're going to keep it to Sunday. Even Monday, we're not even contemplating. I mean, on our liens, I don't think we have any of the Monday games. But I do like I do like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay at home uh, against the Eagles. I do like Tampa Bay. Uh, now I don't know what the what number we have it at. I think we have it at uh, from the contest. Uh, the circle lines. It's Thursday morning. The circle lines don't come out until ten o'clock, so we don't even have the circle lines yet. Uh, the Westgate lines. Tampa Bay is at a plus five. Uh, so, um, that, I think we've lost the, I think we lost a little bit of value there. Cause I think it was started out at a minus, uh, a plus seven, um, for Tampa Bay and now it's down to a plus five. So, uh, I know the wise guys are all over Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield, I think is leading the league in passer rating and third down completion rate. Um, he's actually doing pretty well considering, you know, at the Browns and Carolina, uh, and even with the Rams, he didn't do all that well. Uh, so I do like uh, Tampa Bay, but you know, not enough to necessarily take it. You know, I don't. I, I'm not sure how much I trust. 
um, betting on Baker Mayfield, even though so far he's two and zero. I mean, that's not too bad. That's not not too bad. Yeah, I think I might have them a little bit lower ranked on our ranking, just just because you know who they you know I do think you know, like for example I have them ranked on our ranking Tampa Bay. They did move up. I have them at number nineteen. I feel like you know nineteen out of thirty two. I feel like that's a good space for them. But, you know, it was a little bit difficult kind of put the rankings together, but I feel really good about how we, you know, how we have our ranks from one to 32. Well, we had them in the beginning, uh, week one, week one, even week two, we had them close to the bottom because uh, I think everyone was sort of projecting. Yeah, 26. Everyone was projecting the Bears to be a lot better than they were or better than they are. I think the Bears, right now we have the Bears as being last, even worse than the and the Cardinals. Uh, but we have moved, uh, each week we have moved the Buccaneers up a little bit. You know, So I think, and, I think you're right, 19 is a good spot for them right now. And I know Philadelphia didn't, Play great. They still won the game last Thursday. They, you know, just watching them, they just looked a little. They didn't. They didn't play as great as I've seen them play before. But I still feel like I know you like Tampa Bay because of what you've heard from some of the sharps and um, what they've done in the last couple of weeks. But I don't. I don't see any value on it. Mm-hmm. If anything, yeah. I almost seem. I really think Tampa Bay should be more a plus seven. I know you can't, they, can't, they don't do that, at least a six and a half. They a should home dog at put a the hook on there is, at, at, a set, at a six and a half. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, that would be more attractive, right? That's why the line's bet down, it's been bet down a little bit because that's where it started out uh, and now it's down to a plus five. We've lost all the value. So you're right, I wouldn't take it at a plus five. I would contemplate it, contemplate it, you know, a very slight lean at a, at a, um, a, a at a, Plus six and a half, it'd be even that much more at a at a plus seven. But you know, there's no val- all the value has been extracted. I mean, out it could be fun to put them on a round robin, just as a money line. Yeah, now that would be fun, right? A money line round robin. Um, I think it'd be again a home dog like that. Um, you know, why not? Because we did five money lines last week on a, a five time round robin, and we got three, so we're, we'll cash in on that. Yeah, and yeah. they're all money lines. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and we like to, you know, we we sort of uh, you know piggyback and. Uh, we don't actually on those round robins. We don't actually take any of the teams that we bet on. Usually, it's um, no ATS, just money line because yeah. the value's there if they cover. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you get uh, three or four of those, and you're you know it's a it's a it's a profitable ticket that way. Or you can pick. Sorry, I'm, I know I'm droning on, but or you can pick one Sherby as an ATS, then throw on four money lines. So if you get that sure one, and then you get like two money lines, that really does cash out. Yeah, we. Uh, you're right. We took four money line positive money lines, and then we put the bills on there, and that was a you know, easy win. All right, so let's run through. Uh, we already talked about a couple, but let's start at the top of our sheet here. So uh, uh, Tennessee at Cleveland. I was leaning more towards Cleveland. The line right now is at a plus three and a half. You know, I kind of shied away from that one. Um, I, I I do find more value on Cleveland. So when I looked at it, but really only by maybe a point. So if I were going to take a, if I were going to take, I actually, I wouldn't take it. I, I'm not leaning either way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I said, I just like Tennessee. I think Tennessee, uh, I was not impressed with Cleveland. Uh, Nick Chubb's out, a knee, yeah. season knee, in, a knee injury, uh, ending knee injury. Uh, I was not impressed with Cleveland. I think uh, Deshaun Watson, I, I, I'm i in a fantasy football league with your sister. Uh, I'm ha- actually helping He's her. Secretly. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is it, like the Wizard of Oz or the brains behind the, yeah, the yeah. curtain? I'm sort of running her team for her because she doesn't know anything about it, but she wants to She wants to compete with her coworkers. And uh, we got a uh, uh, first draft position in the, in the fantasy draft. And the only quarterback I just took, Deshaun Watson, I'm sort of disappointed that I did. I think I might actually drop him and take Matt Stafford. I actually did take Matt Stafford. I might even pick up, somebody dropped Russell Wilson. I might even pick up Russell Wilson or, or Baker Mayfield actually. Uh, Cause all the good quarterbacks are already gone. Uh, but, um, but, and I guess you are, but she's doing really good and her coworkers are just sort of like, the girl doesn't even know who the quarterback is of the Seahawks, and we live in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> she said the quarterback. Somebody asked her about the quarterback, and she said, "What? What did she say?" Um, uh, yeah, she said Richard Sir- Sherman. <laughs> she goes, yeah, she- <laughs> yeah, she only knows two people. She knows uh, Russell Wilson and Richard Sir- Sherman. That's the only two P- Seahawks <laughs> players she knows, and they don't even play on the Seahawks anymore. She doesn't even know that. Uh, so it's really funny. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. So the uh, uh, the yeah the Titans are a plus three and a half. I like the Titans. I think their defense is good. Uh, but like I said, it's not, you know, we, when we did the numbers, there wasn't well, a lot no, of value we, there. We actually, even though it's pretty chalky, we like to see, we like the Seahawks over Carolina at home. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, um, 
Oh, I'm looking at Arlene's, like all those other ones, like Atlanta, Detroit. I mean, if you want to go down the list, we totally yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so I, Atlanta, yeah. Detroit. That one, I was I completely neutral. I came up with a minus three. Detroit's a minus three. I don't see um, any value leaning either way. Yeah, the line opening line was a plus five, uh, plus five uh, for Atlanta. Now it's down to a plus three. So again, they bet it down right away. There is, uh, I think, Detroit's got tons of injuries. Offensive line's got some problems. Defense got some problems. Uh, if I was gonna, uh, I don't like that game either because I think it's at that point it's kind of a coin toss. At a plus five, uh, I would have taken Atlanta all the way. Um, now I would probably either lean Atlanta or pass, um, just because uh, you know the I'd take Atlanta because of the injuries uh but you know detroit lost last week so they're uh they, you know who knows the injuries might not matter and they come back you know uh they want to uh, uh, play really hard so i can't imagine they're going to lose two games in a uh, at home in a row uh so that's why i would i'd be a little conflicted to actually take atlanta uh, but i would consider it just because of the injuries uh next game uh new orleans at green bay uh, i think you uh with your numbers we found a little value in new orleans i did find some value on there about but, you know, you still think it's a, an away game for New Orleans, a second second away game because they played in Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, they played yeah, in So this Charlotte. is a second away game. Green Bay plays really good at home. Um, I do think Jordan Love's a good quarterback, so I'm, I'm hesitant to lay any lay, – to, to lay down – you know, lay any money down on New Orleans, but I did find value on New Orleans. I actually um, – I know Green Bay is supposed to be a minus two. I kind of clocked it out of pick em. Uh, well, the the uh, the Westgate lines. We don't have the circle lines yet. Yeah, you're right. It is a it is a it is the. You're right. It is a. I was looking at us. I have a one on the side over here. So you're right. New Orleans is a plus two. Yeah. So oh yeah, New Orleans a plus two. Green Bay is a minus two. I have it at more like a like a pick 'em. Maybe even Green Bay being, maybe even New Orleans like a point a minus point five. So I know that's going from a plus for two New Orleans. To well, then the value would be on Green Bay then. No, the no the value would absolutely be on. New Orleans because we're getting two points for them where I'm thinking. Oh, right. Oh, win. right. Oh, right. Now I was that you were yeah. saying based on your, on your yeah. numbers yeah, yeah, on my number. It looks like, you know, it looks like New Orleans is going to squeak it out or it'd be just like a pick them, but we're getting two points on New Orleans. So that's kind of some, some value, but I still, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of hesitant. Cause like I said, that's, that's just the foundational math. It's not taking into account that New Orleans, this is the second, you know, away game that they're doing when you watch them play, they are good, but a little, you know, a little, um, you know they played they played Carolina. Carolina is not the best team, and they squeaked it out there with a push last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Carolina got that backdoor cover. I, I don't know Derek Carr. They they got talent all over that team. They got receivers all over the place, and Derek Carr just looks constipated or something. Like he just can't uh, he can't push that ball down the field, or at least uh, we've watched them. Uh, we watched the first game Titans against the Saints, and we had to turn it off because it was just so, such a Granted, it's week one, so, you know, whatever. But even that Carolina game, it was just – it was. now, I will say, though, in uh, this uh, New Orleans defense, their defense, I think, is legit. Their defense is a top-10 defense. Uh, that's the only thing that would make me nervous, um, you know, uh, I'm mean, granted. Uh, we, you and I sort of really try really hard uh, to stay away from the Seahawks and the Packer games because, you know, not Even though having, I do like the Seahawks this week. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but I like them every week, but then we don't always bet on them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why we sort of uh, shy away from them. Now, last week, I think it was a good bet, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus five and a half, plus four and a half. Yeah, yeah. they're at a good position. They're at Detroit. Everyone's high in Detroit. Seahawks got beat. Uh, it was a it was a really good spot for for Seattle, um, but we try to shy away Back. from those. So uh, we'll end up passing on that one. Uh, next game, Denver at Miami. Miami is a minus six and a half. I like Miami. I only I mean, they they're at home. It's going to be really hot there. But aside from that, they played really good on those two away games against the Chargers in New England, which is why you know I was like wringing my hands like. Darn that! And I know that weird last call on New England was really strange, but um, Miami owned that game the entire time. Yeah, yeah. The offensive lineman couldn't get the first down. He was he came up a half oh, a yard so short. Close. Yeah, he yeah. was so close. If he had gotten that, that could have been a whole different you know whole whole different score there. But they they worked so hard to keep up with Miami, where it seemed like Miami just sort of breezed through that game. Yeah, I don't know how New England kind of kept it that close. I mean, the first half it was all Miami, uh, but in the second half, uh, the Patriots defense did sort of clamp down on the on the Miami offense. They did that the week before against the Eagles. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. yeah. It's so they made. Some, they made some interesting halftime adjustments because you thought in the first half watching that game that 
uh, Miami is going to just run away, run away with it. And the Patriots actually had a, you know, had a chance at the end of that game. They just came up short. Uh, but I, I agree. The opening line for this one was a, uh, was a minus three and a half has been bet up. So we've lost the, we've lost the bet. Now it's still Kwame. That'd be the bet of the week. We get, oh, yes. we get yeah. Miami at a minus three and a half. I like that one all day long. Uh, minus six and a half, you know, right. You're, uh, uh, your 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 that point spread is getting up there a little bit. Although I right now I don't uh, the Denver is very desperate. I'm a little nervous about betting against a desperate team. All right, Sean Payton's a pretty good coach, uh, so I'm I like Miami too, but I'm also a little nervous about that one because 0 and two teams. If you go 0 and three, your likelihood of hitting the playoffs is virtually nil. Even at 0 and two, it is pretty much mathematically it's not mathematically impossible at 0 and three. The statistics on that, you know, for the last, what, 40 years or something is... Oh, now you're changing my mind. Now I'm reconsidering Miami, Yeah, well, I which think I did last week and the week before. But Yeah, well, this is normal, right? We go through these and we kind of <laughs> stress and stew and think and research and whatever. And we, you know, we still, uh, we're uh, so far in the three contests that we're in, we're doing pretty well. So, uh, you know, I think that eventually we come up with the right answer, or at least most of them. But I am, I am leaning Miami as well. I think on your numbers, you had some value in your numbers. What was the, what did you come up well, with on your just numbers? Just because, the, you know, the Broncos lost that first week to the Raiders and they played pretty poorly against the Commanders this, you know, week two, that their ranking went down quite a bit, down to 27. I think I might be under rating Denver just because they lost the last two weeks. So when I did it just with the way we have our ranking right now, because I have Miami at a five, it came up with Miami like, really favored, you know, easily, you know, a good two points of two to three points of value, at least, at least. But then when you take into consideration, I may be undervaluing or underrating Denver. And like you said, I mean, if they go, zero and three, oh my gosh, with season's Russell o- Wilson se- as o- the quarterback se- and that over, yeah. great, you know, they have a really good coach now. I mean, I do feel like that coach is, I think they have good. some problems though. Their defense used to be their, the strength the last few years, I guess their defense has just been sort of terrible. Uh, they were ahead 21 to three at the half against the commanders and then just sort of gave that game away. Uh, so it used to be the way around. The defense is usually what kept the, everything close. Now the defense is the, is their weakness. Uh, Russell Wilson's actually been playing okay you know, the first two weeks, at least the second week he played all right. Um, so I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, and I, that makes me a little nervous because they're a little bit unpredictable. Miami looks really good uh, in the first two games. Um, so anytime in the NFL, right, when one team seems overvalued and the other team seems undervalued, you take the undervalued team. Right, because that's that's how the public sort of uh, perceives everything. Well, this team's better than that team, so I'm going to take that team. Yeah, you know, whatever. So I mean, uh, all teams are good. They're in the NFL. They're like the the creme de la creme when it comes to athletes. I mean, every single team is good. Yeah, you know, you you listen to sports betters and uh, you know sharps talk about that, and they'll say that a good team is never as good as you think they are, and a bad team is never as bad as you think they are. They're closer in their uh, competitiveness, at least most of the time, you know, except maybe for the Bears, uh, you know, they're closer than what you think they are. Because, like you said, they're all NFL athletes. These are the best football players on the planet. Um, but is our perception, and especially the public's perception, on how things get so distorted? Uh, you know, anything. Oh, a touchdown! There's really high-powered offense. That's easy to do, but you know, in the NFL, that's not always so easy. Uh, so, like I said, we're leaning Miami, but you know, we'll see. Uh, the Chargers, Minnesota, it's a pick em right now with the contest. I have no lean. What's two O and O team, two O and two teams against each other. Um, their seasons are literally on the, this is like a playoff game for both of them right now. Like that, I would not want to bet on that game. What is p- the spread on it? Is it, isn't it's it a pick, pick em? Em? Yeah, a pick it em. is a pick em. I yeah. was kind of surprised. You rarely see, um, see games that are pick and which is really fun to watch. I, I actually have, um, the Chargers at a, about a one, one and a half point value. So if I were going to pick, I would pick the Chargers. But at the same time, like you said, I, you know, I, I would probably steer away from that well, one. Well, the opening line was the Chargers at a minus one and a half. Now the Chargers, and then they oh, went okay. to a, then they went to a plus one, and now it's a pick 'em. So that line seems like it's crossed over zero a little bit. Uh, that's always sort of, at least from my uh, comfort level, sort of uh, something to stay away from. But even looking at the matchup, you know, wh- wh- wherever the spread is gone, it's like, nope, I'm not going to touch that one. Uh, two good offenses, uh, you know, uh, two mediocre defenses, uh, you know. Who knows? Minnesota lost last week to the to the Eagles. You know the Chargers lost to the Texans. Um, like to, you said, to, I, the ti- to the Titans. Sorry, the Titans lost to the Titans. But yeah, I still feel like I feel like that the Chargers should be a minus one and a half. But yeah. 
Well, we'll see. Well, or is that just because everyone likes Justin Herbert and everyone sort of fades Kirk Cousins? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just think it's a really, that's a really hard game to bet on right there. Pick a side on that one. Now, uh, if Kirk Cousins was playing on Thursday night or Monday night or even Sunday night, we'd totally take the opposite team because yeah, he paid. seems to get a little, um, I don't know, a little nervous when I, it's I think you fade Kirk Cousins in, in the prime limelight time. like that. Yeah, yeah, in prime time. <laughs> yeah, you fade Kirk Cousins in prime time. Although he pushed uh, on Thursday mm-hmm. last week. Though. That's, uh, that's better than losing anyways, pushing. Uh, all right, so next. Oh, that was because of that one um, tight end that you took. Was it Was it the tight end, Swift? Uh, TJ Hawkinson. Oh, ha- oh, yeah, Hawkinson. And then and DeAndre, was, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, Swift, Swift, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were like, I think they, in that game and, on and, Thursday and, night, and Justin they, Jefferson. Sh- they really shined. So yeah, I, Justin I, Jefferson. I had two yeah. Vikings and I had DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift had the best game of his career oh my on gosh, Thursday yeah. night. So he, he helped me uh, win on the, on the fantasy so side. Who knows? Maybe because of that, you know, this Minnesota at home, maybe they will play excellent and then Kirk Cousins will kind of, you know, pull it in and they could easily beat the Chargers. Uh, yeah, we'll now see. I think the Chargers were on the road last week against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now they're on the road again against Minnesota. So I would probably lean to the home, the home team, as opposed to the, you know, the road team, back to back road games. I'd probably lean Minnesota, but honestly, I yeah. don't, I think it's an, uh, I think it's a great game. Like it could be a really fun game to watch from an offensive perspective, from a betting perspective, I'll pass. Yeah, And I'm a West coast girl. I might have a slight like subconscious lean towards West Coast teams, and you're a Midwest kind of guy. Well, so I grew you up. Might be. I grew up uh, uh, about you know two hours north of the mini of the Twin Cities. Uh, so I grew up in Wisconsin, but right on the border of Minnesota. So actually, I went to the. I used to go to the Metrodome all the time uh, for Twins games. I went there. Uh, I went the one Vikings game there with a couple of friends of mine that were huge Vikings fans. Uh, I went to a couple of Ozfest concerts there, or actually one Ozfest concert at the Metrodome in like 1990. Uh, you know, you know I'm, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit. But, you know, and then they blew it up, and now they made the new stadium, which I haven't been to. I heard it's just, a, you know, it's, be- it's a beautiful place. But um, So I'm a little bit partial to, even though I'm not a Vikings fan, I'm a little bit partial to it because I spent so much time in the Twin Cities when I was, a, when I was younger. Um, but nonetheless, we'll pass on that one. Uh, all right, so next game, New England uh, Patriots at the New York Jets. The Jets right now are a plus two and a half. I like, honestly, I like the Jets. I mean, that Zach Wilson, he's, he's no Aaron Rodgers, that's for sure. But I still feel like the Jets getting points at home, I, I, I'm completely leaning towards the Jets, and that's not because New England effed me the last two weeks yeah. on my bet on, right. on my bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you're, am, you're a little spiteful. Over I know. I am. I am legitimately leaning towards the Jets. <laughs> now the opening line, uh, this was prior to Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. The opening line was a plus four and a half uh, for New England. So the Jets were a minus four and a half and now the Jets are a plus two and a half. So a huge swing. Uh, what is that? A six point swing, seven point swing. Um, but you know, you take the points, a good defense at home. I'll take the points pretty much all the time. And when we did the math, it was really much, pretty much the that the Jets should be favored by at you know at least one, if not just maybe a pick 'em. But it, if any anyway, the the numbers seem to lean towards more the Jets having a, a slight favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the Jets as well. I think there's. Uh, I, I mean, I don't really want to bet on Zach Wilson, where it's more of a bet that he doesn't uh, uh, lose the game, but it's more of a bet on that Jets defense and being able to shut down the New England offense. Um, You know, uh, that I think is going to definitely happen for sure. But the New England losing three times in a row, there you go, you know, 0-3, that wouldn't put them out of the playoffs. Desperate team. So So there's a, a, you know, so maybe that's why there's a lot of, you know, a lot of, and I did see uh, I did see a stat uh, mm-hmm. something about zero and two teams in week three. They uh, and I, we have to look at this because I think New England might actually fit into this category. Uh, it's not a reason to take a side or not. It's just whether it makes your bet stronger or weaker. But I do believe uh, I saw this last night that zero and two teams week three cover at like. Uh, if so, if they won game one and they lost game two, well, now I guess no, they're no, that's that's not right. Uh, it was uh, teams that are one and one. If they won week one and lost week two, they cover like 67% in week three. If they're 0-2, uh, it's like 50-50, right? You know, so right now, New England's 0-2, right? They lost to the Eagles. They lost to Miami. So coming to week three, they only cover about a 50% clip. But if they're 1-1, one one, if they won week one, lost week two, they cover... Uh, like 67% in week three, something, something okay. like that. So maybe we might stay away from that one. 
Yeah. Well, like I, I said, still like I still like the Jets, but maybe I just like the Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So leaning Jets. Uh, next game, Buffalo at Washington Commanders. Uh, right now, the line is a minus. Uh, looks like a minus uh, a plus six and a half for Washington. Yeah. So plus six and a half. I'm not honestly leaning either way. That's kind of like I wouldn't pick either. I mean, when we kind of looked at it foundationally, it's that's a lot of points to lay on that I could see Washington maybe upsetting that. Buffalo could s- still absolutely win, but I don't know if they would cover. Yeah, it's a lot of points. Uh, Washington uh, has, uh, they're 2-0. They're and oh. I mean, you can't deny they're 2-0. and oh. uh, Buffalo's 1-1. One and one. Uh, So I, um, uh, I'm a little bit unsure. I think Washington might be better than anybody expected them to be. We had them originally ranked week one. We had them ranked pretty low. Uh, and now they're sort of just like Tampa Bay. They're sort of climbing the ranks a little bit. Uh, I still kind of have them ranked a little low just because they did play Arizona and they did play Denver. But both road games. You know, that's true. They're so, both. So this both is their this is their home mm-hmm. uh, their home road opener. Uh, now though, uh, so the other stat. So uh, Bills are one and one. They won week one or they lost week one, one week two. Uh, that that trend doesn't. They don't cover as much. Okay, they cover uh, a fraction of what the um, uh, won and lost does. All right, so um, so that one, we're not leaning either way. Buffalo did us well last week, so I think we're just going to stay away from that one. If anything, I'd probably, uh, you know, because we have uh, the home dog, I'd probably lean, to be honest, I'd probably lean Washington. I think the, uh, the money in the bets is all over Buffalo, um, you know, but... That sort of makes me nervous because I'm thinking one yeah, way. Yeah, I'd take the home dog. Take the points, home dog, just, yeah, that might just be, by that, the numbers. That might be on our uh, own Robin money line. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah that, that would be really that's fun. A good one. Or, you know, ATS definitely take the points at an at home dog, but that would be really fun on that money line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anytime in the NFL, home dog, you can never go wrong with a home dog money line bet in the, in the NFL or just a home dog bet. Maybe ATS for sure, um, you know, but then sprinkle a little bit of, uh, of that on the money line uh, can never, and it can never be a bad thing. Uh, next game, Houston at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a minus nine. I like, I like Jacksonville. They lost last week. They played both that Casey and Jacksonville game was kind of dull. Like it's just, it was, it, was, it was all defense. Yeah, it, it was, was all just, defense. Yeah, they just. But I, I, I still really think Jacksonville is going to beat Houston. Are they going to beat them by nine? I think they actually could. Yeah, well, I know the last game. Uh, I was looking it up. The head-to-head matchup. I know that uh, Jacksonville won the last game against uh, last uh, end of last season. Jacksonville won, but before that, I think that the uh, Texans won like eight in a row or some crazy thing. I have to go back and look at that. That makes me a little nervous. It's a different team now. Different coach, different quarterback, rookie coach, rookie quarterback. Uh, Jacksonville, like you said, their offense was sort of awful last week. I think this could be... so was KC. It was just the whole... Both sides were just sort of dull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is a little bit of a get-right game for the Jacksonville offense. No, I don't like the points. I would not take Jacksonville on the points necessarily, but I think we're we're thinking about this one being our survivor pick for the week. Now, as we sort of mapped it out, we are debating San Francisco. Don't really want to take a Thursday night game. We're saving San Francisco for later in the season. Yeah, I we, don't want to do a Thursday night game. We were debating Miami. I think Miami's going to be a popular one this week um, for, for Survivor. And Casey. Uh, it's the Bears. Uh, and of course, <laughs> KC home. is the yes. Bears. But we got to save KC. We're going to save KC potentially for Christmas. If uh, we make it that far. So I'm kind of pushing for KC. But if you but if you want to, you know, have this trajectory and this, you know, this foresight. I'm, well, you just want the easy win, right? I, so for to, to. I just want to survive. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I, I get it. Uh, so that, uh, I mean, that's fine. Like I said, Christmas. So the way survivor or way circuit does their survivor contest. So Thanksgiving, there's three games on Thanksgiving. That's a standalone week. So Thanksgiving week itself is, so that's week 12. And then that Sunday is week 13. And then Christmas is, uh, actually would be week, even though it's week 16, it's actually week 17. Uh, so we were no week 18, right? No, I think it's, uh, I I don't know. I have have my sheet in front of me, but considered that. Yeah. So uh, the survivor contest ends up being a 20 week season as opposed to an 18 week season. So it really makes it challenging. You got three games to, you got six teams to choose from on, on Thanksgiving and you got three, uh, six uh, teams to choose from on, on Christmas. Uh, right now I think we're leaning towards uh, Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, they're playing the Giants, uh, and then uh, we're leaning either towards... Uh, Are they playing the Giants? 
I think they are. Yeah, they are. It's either the, I, I think it was the Giants. Either the Giants or the Commanders. Or the Raiders. I wasn't. No, the uh, on Christmas, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles are playing. I think the Eagles are playing uh, either the Giants or the Commanders. I don't remember exactly which one it was. KC's division, the in their actual division, KC could easily rise to the top without... Well, uh, well, well. Right now, uh, Denver's zero two, and uh, the Chargers are zero two, and the Raiders are one and one. So, uh, so they might have clinched and, their division by Christmas. And the Chiefs are going to win right this week, right? They're playing the Bears, so they're going to go to three and zero. And the other teams, at best, are going to be uh, one and one and two or zero and three. Uh, you know, depending on. Uh, I mean. Denver's got to play Miami. They're going to ease, potentially easily lose that game, maybe. Uh, the Chargers, uh, that's a coin toss, like we said, playing Minnesota. Um, so one of the one or two of those teams could be 0-3. I mean, it's like they're just giving it to So Kansas that's what I'm City. saying. By Christmas, maybe KC doesn't have that much to play for. And, uh, and then we'll have wasted it and when we could have used it this week. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like you said, I still really that like is, Jacksonville. Jacksonville is, was my original for that week is, That is good foreshadowing, right? That is good foreshadowing. You bring up a very good point. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. So um, um, so we're leaning, uh, at least I was leaning Jacksonville, but you're right. I'd be fine with Kansas City. We'll just figure it out later. For the survivor. I, I still like, you know, Jacksonville. To, I still think Jacksonville could win Houston. So maybe we'll divisional game. Too many that. points. I don't like it. Uh, yeah. the, I don't like it mm-hmm. on the points. No, no, no. Uh, you know, it was nine and a half. It's gone down to nine. So I think there's some there's some love coming in on Houston. Um, I don't trust Jacksonville enough to cover that point spread at this point. Uh, next game, uh, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Baltimore is a minus seven and a half. What do you think about that one? I I I, I mean, I always like Baltimore at home. You know, they're going to win. We already took them on our Survivor Week 1, but um, I don't know. You know, the Colts, like you said, new quarterback, new coach. They haven't played that bad, though. I mean, they did beat, what did they beat, the Texans last week? I uh, know that was Week 1. That was Week 1, they, yeah. They, they beat the Bengals. The, the Bengals, one, the, the that's right, yeah. yeah. Wait, uh, so, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so next week, the, the Ravens play the Browns, which is a divisional game. Oh, so it's so like a look-ahead This game. could be a little bit of a trap spot or a little sandwich spot because they played the Bengals last week, they play the Colts this week, and they play the Browns next week. So it's sort of like a, a potential letdown spot because they played really well. I thought they played really well against the Bengals, the Ravens did. Um, so this could be a little bit of a letdown spot. So it, I think, a, and the line hasn't moved at all. It's been seven and a half, and it has stayed seven and a half. So you know, Indianapolis played Houston. Yeah, they played the Texans last week. Oh, no, I thought, I thought you were talking about the Ravens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Indianapolis played Houston last week, and yeah. they won. Yeah. And they looked pretty good, and they were away. But I think maybe they're giving too much love to Indianapolis just because they beat the Texans. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, seven and a half, I and mean, they're giving you the hook. They want you to take the Ravens because they're giving you the hook, uh, you know, on the on the half point there. But um, like I said, look ahead line, uh, look ahead game next week uh, against the Browns. Uh, this is a easy one potentially for... Uh, you know, for the Ravens to sort of stumble a little bit. Uh, so I, I think the number is a little too high. Um, but I have been impressed with uh, uh, with Baltimore and the way they played. Uh, I think their uh, offense is still a little clunky, that Todd Munkin, their new offensive coordinator. I don't think they have all those kinks kind of figured out yet. Uh, and they still have tons of injuries too, right? So... Um, you know, they, uh, that still always makes me a little nervous. I can see them very easily getting up for a Bengals game because that is a divisional game. I can see them sort of letting off the, the gas a little bit, sort of trying to save their, um, save their energy for the, you know, for the Browns game the week after. Um, so I don't, I know you found in your numbers though. I know you said you found value on that one. What did you find the number to be? Just foundationally without taking into anything into consideration, I found value on Baltimore by about two points. Okay, so you have it. You, yeah, have, you have it at a minus, minus two and a half for three points. Really, three? Yeah, points? actually, more like three points because I know they're a minus eight right now. Or has that moved? Uh, minus yes, seven yes. and a half. Oh, so actually went down to seven and a half. So yeah, so I would say more like yeah, I have Baltimore by about three points of value. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, you think you know Baltimore played, you know played twice. They they won. They're at home. They always play pretty good at home. And Indianapolis. I mean, I know. Like you said, you're impressed with them, but what's impressing you? Uh, impressed with who? With Indianapolis. Oh, I'm not impressed by Indianapolis. Okay, it's just more the points. Uh, yeah, it's the points. I, I, I don't, I, I mean, now granted, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, I think and, and Anthony Richardson's going to play, but it could be Gardner Minshew, I don't, because I, I know he got hurt, oh. uh, you know, 
Uh, I'm I'm impressed with uh, Anthony Richardson for a rookie quarterback. I think he's doing okay. Uh, you know, six four, two fifty. You know, uh, just a beast of a quarterback. You know, give him the ball, let him run. You know, <laughs> defenders can bounce off him a little bit. Uh, so I'm, uh, uh, but it's only two two games in the season, right? They could not win another game the rest of the season. Um, so I don't think there's enough. Uh, there's enough. Um, there's not enough data and not enough film to know if he's, uh, if that team's any good or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they beat the Texans. I mean, that's great. You know, they, they didn't week, week, win week one, uh, you know, um, but beating the Texans, I don't think that's a divisional game. I don't think that's some big feat. Uh, so um, that one, uh, you know, sort of, I wouldn't say it makes me nervous, but just the spot for Baltimore, um, I would kind of, tend to shy away but your numbers are intriguing though the fact that you are able to figure some value there so what's going on are we overvaluing baltimore are we undervaluing uh the colts i mean honestly the both those teams are opposite ends of the of the uh of the rankings baltimore is you know top 10 uh and uh you know the colts are probably bottom five uh that seems pretty straightforward to me so i think the line seems appropriate from that standpoint but like you said taking into consideration you know who's at home um, injuries. Well, Baltimore's at home. They always mm-hmm, play pretty yeah, well so, at home. So that's, you know, that's in their favor. You know, we'll have to look up and see some kind of injury report, uh, you know, check the weather, all that jazz, because it's September, so it's going to be gorgeous. So I do, so there's this like push and pull of me that I do feel like ba- Baltimore, they could easily, I mean, Lamar Jackson's awesome. I mean, I really think he is. I mean, they could easily score a lot of points in that game, but it's so hard to take Seven and a half. Yeah, right. Well, he's got to earn that, you know, $230 million contract. So he's got to play good. Uh, you know, he's got some pressure there, you know, now that he's uh, sealed his deal. Uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, it, um, it it makes sense in one respect, but it just makes me a little nervous in another respect uh, of laying that many points, even though they are at home. Uh, all right, next game is Carolina Panthers at Seattle. Uh, the line is now a, a, a minus six for Seattle. I, like I said, that's a lot of points, but Seattle's at home. It's not a division game like it was when they played the Rams at home. So, but I do feel like Seattle probably is the best bet. I, I have some leans towards Seattle. In fact, I have some leans towards them covering. They played pretty good against Detroit last week. I, I mean, I thought they were going to honestly lose. But at the end, I was like, when we're trying to cover our bet, I'm, I'm like, Detroit, just kick a field goal and then we'll cover. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, uh, and Gino, I'm a Seahawks fan. <laughs> Geno Smith, uh, Geno Smith played a really good game. That was one of the best games he's had yet. Uh, if he keeps playing like that, then Seattle is going to be a very good team. Uh, you know, now they have a bunch of injuries, right? They have injuries on their offensive line. Uh, they're both their t- tackles, I think, are still out. Although you couldn't tell that last week, though, it didn't seem like it phased much of anything because, uh, you know, for them being a, fi- a four and a half point underdog and winning outright. Uh, you know, it was a it was a great way to win the game. They went right down the field and scored a touchdown. So, uh, and I called it too. We were watching it, and I'm like, give it to Ty- give it to Tyler Lockett. And then you know, know. two plays later, they gave it to Tyler. First, Lockett. you were saying give it to DK before the game ever starts. Just give it to DK, and we'll be fine. Now you change it. To, just give it to <laughs> well, Lockett. And I'm fine. Just give it to either one of them. Right? <laughs> those are that's a really good. Uh, they both are different styles. Uh, Tyler Lockett obviously is a really small little wide receiver, and DK is like a linebacker playing wide receiver. Uh, they're different styles but uh, uh definitely a a, a nice uh a, a nice combo there at wide receiver now that rookie they have uh, uh smith najigba um uh, i haven't seen him do too much yet but i think he uh you know him being a rookie and you know he's still kind of uh getting his feet wet but i think he's going to be the three of them together by the middle to the end of the season i think they're going to have a really um really uh, potent offense i think they're going to do some damage um so leaning seattle um, you know, again, I did give them some, I gave honestly, just from where I like just straight up neutral, not looking at any, some of the factors, which are probably most important than just looking at what you think, you know, our own handicapping. I do feel like Seattle has like at least three points of value. Oh, that's a lot. I, I, at the very beginning before any of these lines changed, I had Seattle at a minus 10. I know that's a lot of points. No book would ever do minus 10 for seattle over carolina well, the, sure they the might do it with, you know over plus the... four it started <laughs> out at a plus four and you got and you got a, a you got a, a minus i don't 10 yeah i seattle. think maybe maybe like i said subconsciously i love the seahawks and i rank them at 11 maybe they're not really an 11 but compared to you know they, they they won last week away i still feel like that rams game that was a very strange game um really weird but it was a division game this one you know they they're at home they've 
they've got to do the fans right by winning because I'm sure the, the fans like went home and ate a tub of ice cream or something for yeah, well, week one and then getting their behinds kicked by the Rams. I think there's some problems in Carolina. I think that the uh, the, the head coach, Frank Reich, I think he was calling plays. I think they, he's given those duties over. I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. I think he's given those duties to somebody else. I have to look that up. Uh, but their offense, and Bryce Young just is, um, I, I don't, uh, he's like a little bit of a deer in headlights out there. I don't think he's, uh, I think he's doing the worst. I think CJ Stroud of the Texans is doing the best. Uh, he's actually throwing the ball around the field. Uh, Nico Collins, their wide receiver, is like second in receiving or something like that, receiving yards. He's doing actually pretty good. Uh, or I think I heard the stat. He's doing, he's second in, in catches over 20 yards. Justin Jefferson's first. Uh, and, uh, and Nico Collins is number two. So C.J. Stroud, I think, is of the three rookie uh, uh, quarterbacks. I think C.J. Stroud's doing the best. Uh, and I, I don't think that it's necessarily uh, Bryce Young's fault. Um, and they they didn't play too bad against the Saints. They kept that game close. Uh, you know, so I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm a little nervous at the at the points. I do like Seattle at the plus a minus four for sure, uh, which is sort of a. So you know, if we get minus four. At the Snoqualmie Casino? Well, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of them Minus here. six, you're right. That's a lot of points. Yeah. I- we get Miami, at, and we get Miami at a, a, my, a plus three and a half, a minus three and a half. We get Seattle at a minus four. Those are pretty much guaranteed because we're getting it at the best of the number for sure. But what, what we're saying with that Snoqualmie Casino, so that's for their kind of Vegas-style contest that um, beat the spread point pigskin pick them where if you did go to, so I don't want everybody like I'm listening to this. I'm going to run to Snoqualmie because they have the best numbers in the entire world there. If you went, you know, that still their actual board of, of betting it's, they still have it pretty much, you know, the like, same as everybody else. Yeah, I, think everybody I think their sports books run by IGT, uh, which is a Vegas company. Um, uh, I think they make like, um, we uh, when we used to live there, we drove by their headquarters all the time. It was like right off oh, the two, uh, right off the two fifteen, uh, and uh, I think they make slot machines or something. I didn't know they did sports books too. So, but. but maybe Snoqualmie will have caught that from last week and readjusted that for this week. But we'll see. So we'll let you know. It was very interesting, right? I didn't notice it the week, week one, but maybe those lines had been out for so long, right? The those lines were the opening lines, and they didn't change that much. Week two. There was, uh, there was, uh, uh, we could have. It didn't change. <laughs> that, I mean, still really, the opening line. It really yeah, didn't it change so at all. That's why we, you know, I now wish we would have picked the, moved away from the Bengals. But again, hindsight, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. All right, next game. This is one you were kind of highlighting. Chicago at Kansas City. Oh, yeah. No, K- I like uh, definitely KC. You know, I, the Bears have not really shown a lot. And I certainly. But the, sp- the spread is 13 points, oh, though. Yeah, no, I wouldn't take them on our, on our, I, that for the survivor. Casey's going to win just because the Bears haven't shown us a lot. If anything, I think a lot of people are disappointed. Uh, the, Bears in haven't, their the Bears haven't shown any, Bears mm-hmm. haven't shown anything, and their defensive coordinator just resigned a couple of days ago. I uh, heard on the you know uh, you know uh, this morning that the FBI showed up at his. He didn't. He wasn't on the sideline last week for some personal reason, and then the FBI showed up at his house or something, and then he just resigned due to health reasons. So. I, who knows what's going on there if the, you know, I don't know why the FBI shows up at your house. Uh, you know, he's doing some nefarious, you must be doing something nefarious if the FBI shows up on your doorstep. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate or not. Don't quote me on it, but I just something that I heard. Uh, so, and I think that in the, in the media report or press conference, I think Justin Fields was throwing the coaches under the bus or something. Uh, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he can't see his reads as, you know, his check downs and whatever. I don't even know what you call I mean, it. He's a good quarterback. I can see. Well, he'd be well frustrated. I, I think that uh, I don't think anybody is sure if he is a good quarterback or not. You know, I think that's the question right now. Is he a, is he a good quarterback or, you know, is he not? Uh, you know, right now the whole team, I think, is just in disarray. So, I mean, you could easily sort of justify. I don't see too many uh, sharps uh, laying 13 points. No, 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 no. But I, like I said, for the survivor, for winning, um, that, that I like, but I wouldn't. Because um, I even came up with just about the same thing, a minus 13 when I did when we did our no- rankings anyway, so I don't really see any value in taking KC. I don't see any value in taking the Bears either. So no, 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 no. I don't maybe think, KC for the win. Right now, I don't. I don't think you could. I don't think you'd take the Bears on the points on that one. I mean, that's an ugly bet, and I could see it just for the point spread for sure. But I don't know. I mean, I heard somebody. I heard somebody's line for this game had Kansas City at a minus eighteen. Uh, you know, so 
Um, that's uh, that's pretty wild. I, I did pick up uh, in the fantasy or sister's fantasy team. I did pick up Kansas City's defense this yeah. week uh, oh. against the Bears. Oh, so that's awesome. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> uh, all right, next game, Dallas at Arizona. I think the Dallas will also be a popular uh, survivor play this week, but we're going to save Dallas for Thanksgiving Day because I think that's one of the best. And they're not at home. We're trying to keep, at least in the beginning, try to keep the teams you know, at home. Yeah, to home game. Uh, stay away from road favorites as much as we can. I don't think that's a, a wise, at least in my opinion, I don't think it's a wise idea to take road favorites. Uh, you know, we'll keep them to, and pretty much everyone, I think everyone we did pick for our projections for survive, they're all, they're all home favorites, not road favorites. But we'll see how that manifests or morphs. Yeah. Uh, the line on that one right now is a plus, uh, looks like a plus 12 and a half for Arizona. Um, you know, that seems appropriate. Um, but again, I don't really have a lean on that way either way. Um, a lot of points. I came up with the same number. A 12, a 12 and a half, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a minus 12 and a half for Dallas on the road. That seems like a lot of points to yeah. lay, but their defense is uh, legit. Uh, you know, I'm sure that Dak Prescott will have a you know easy time, um, you know, throwing the ball, running the ball. Tony Pollard should have a good day, um, but I'm not sure if we're going to go that direction or not. Uh, Sunday night game is Pittsburgh at Vegas. Uh, Vegas is a minus two and a half. You know, there's a lot of, you know, I really thought that the Raiders played really good against Buffalo in that very beginning of the game. Um, I, I thought they actually were, were holding their own a bit. And then, of course, um, you know, Buffalo pulled away. And you pulled mean the, away. Bra- the Browns? Um, no, um, no, I meant um, the Raiders last week. Oh, the Raiders. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought Las Vegas playing Buffalo because we had Buffalo as our as our survivor pick. And then in the beginning, I thought the Raiders actually played pretty good. And I got a little nervous and worried. Well, you then, think you always think the minute they score a touchdown or get a first down, the game's over, like in the first quarter. You overreact a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm a little dramatic. Yeah. But I thought they played pretty good. They got the first score. But then, like I said, Buffalo just pulled away, pulled away, pulled away. And then it, you know, they were they're off to the races so I don't but Las Vegas at home because you know those Golden Knights games at home are spectacular and and the Raiders fans they they could have a pretty good you know home field advantage just being there in Las Vegas as the Raiders you know against Pittsburgh flying all the way over even though they did and for Pittsburgh it's a short week because they played on Monday and um and they won by the hair of their chinny chin chin but um so I don't know I'm kind of I know that when I I had a little bit more of favor for Pittsburgh. Like, I, I, you know, just if you're doing the math, favor for Pittsburgh. But, you know, I lived in Las Vegas. I do like Las Vegas. Well, the uh, the Raiders, they're, they're running back, Josh Jacobs. I think he had nine attempts for, like, minus something yards last week. Uh, he could not run. They could not run the ball against the Bills defense. I think they're running the same problem against the Pittsburgh defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they're going to have a really hard time uh, offensively. Uh, against the Pittsburgh defense because I think the Pittsburgh they got embarrassed week one they played great this last week I don't think they're going to score two touchdowns on defense like they did uh, you know against the Browns Um, but I'm leaning uh, Pittsburgh Uh, Pittsburgh at a plus two and a half I like Pittsburgh yeah I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh too when I did the math Pittsburgh I actually have is more like a minus one and a half as opposed to we're getting as a plus two and a half but that's just my math but I do know there are some variables there with being in Las Vegas and the fans and the stadium. I mean, I don't think that the I don't think that Allegiant Stadium is that much of a home field advantage, at least as of yet. As of yet, uh, yeah. I think the Raiders need to win more for that to happen, and then the place will be crazy. It'll be a party every night, yeah. uh, just like those uh, Golden Knights. Like the games Golden Knights, are, which yeah, is yeah. so much fun. Yeah. But I, I would say I would even consider. You know, I do like Las Vegas because I lived in Las Vegas, but in terms of, you know, hey, we want to make some money here and we want to win some ATS is I would I would even consider putting Pittsburgh on our five ATS for the Westgate and the Circa Millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really funny. We didn't intend to do this, but now if we do take Pittsburgh this week, that's, we bet on them three weeks in a row. Oh, I know. In the first week, I was so upset because they were our one that did not cover. And that next morning, I did our ranking and you said... And I said, I put Pittsburgh at 32. Of course, he's not 30. They're not 32. But I was so mad at Pittsburgh. But here we are. I'm contemplating yet again the third week to take Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they're still being a little undervalued a little bit, right? They're, uh, you know, they're, you know, we're getting points with a good defense, just like the Jets. We're getting points with a good defense, even though they're on the road. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, um, uh, Raiders are going to have problems running the ball. I think there's uh, value on the Steelers. Uh, all right. Monday night games, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. We sort of already hashed that one out. Uh, I like Tampa Bay, but I do not like the the value has been extracted. I, the, we got the line for the contest, at least super contest, at a plus five. I don't I don't like that number. Um, you know, I think that number's too low. 
Um, I think it should be a plus seven. But then, like I said, they need to – I haven't seen them enough to see how good they're going to be with Baker Mayfield. I do think there's a lot of potential there, but I don't know. That means at a plus plus seven, uh, that means then there's value on, uh, you know, on uh, the Eagles, but I don't feel confident taking the Eagles Oh, yeah, no, no, I don't want to take the Eagles. Uh, And the last game is Rams at Cincinnati. This one has changed drastically. So it started out at a a Cincinnati at a minus seven and a half, but now Joe Burrow potentially is – I'm assuming he's going to be out because the line went from a minus seven and a half to a minus two and a half. Um, but again, I'm not really sure what at, at that minus two and a half, who do you take? Do you, do you take the Rams or do you take Cincinnati? Um, you know, uh, that, that one's a really tough one because I know one person does not make up an entire football team because there's a lot of players. It's not like, oh, Joe Burrow's out. So, you know, just, but I, you know, I, at the very beginning of week one, before anybody ever played, you know, we, I had, you know, Cincinnati up there, you know, like a three and a four. Now I don't know where to rank them. I mean, do we bring them down to his you know, a, a 23, I, I ended up moving him down to, where did we move Cincinnati to a 16? I had him at an 11 then I moved him to a 16. I really don't know where to rank him. Yeah. Well, clearly from so the line, kind of throws clearly from, off. clearly from the line, uh, the, the books are trying to protect themselves, right? Cause you know, you can't keep it at a minus seven. Everybody just take the ramps. Yeah. Uh, now it's at that point. Now I don't know which side to go because if Joe Burrow doesn't play, I don't even know who. Honestly, I don't even know I who their who's his backup. I don't even know who their backup is. I probably should know that, and I don't. Uh, you know, they got a reasonable defense. Uh, Rams are playing way better than anybody thought. Everyone thought the Rams are going to be one of the worst teams in the league, and they've already proven after the first two weeks that even though they lost, uh, they beat the Seahawks. They lost to the 49ers. But uh, that extra three points they took. They didn't need to take, so it just made them. If you didn't watch the game, it would just be like, "Wow, look how close that game was." But it well, really still, wasn't they, that close. They, they still lost by seven, but they yeah. covered. They covered the spread. They covered though. the spread, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, st- I do like you know. I do like Maddie Stafford. I do think. Um, I do think they have some new, really good talent on their team. Yeah, that uh, the re- the rookie uh, Puka Nakua. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he. Uh, He's, uh, I mean, he's filled in for, he's already set some records already having the most reception yards or most receiving, most receptions, most receiving yards first two weeks of the season. Like he, he's a, he's a rookie from BYU and is just kind of lighting it up. He went from, you know, you know, being, I think a third round draft choice or something, just kind of a nondescript player, not expected to do much and fills in for Cooper cup and he's just lighting it up. Uh, you know, so the, um, and you know, Matt, Matt Stafford, I think he's thrown the ball really well. I don't think he's got any injuries right now. Everyone was suspect of their defense uh, moving forward. So that one, uh, honestly, that line, that's a real head scratcher. I don't know what but to we do. We would definitely, like I highly suggest, like you and I, when we go to the casino today, we should take the Rams on the money line. If it is a, well, on, Rams on the money line, and if it's no quality, if it's a plus seven <laughs> and a half, Rams all day long, right? You know, that's like a Christmas present if we get that one. There's a, there's about six or seven games on here that if it's the opening lines. Um, I thought the opening line was a plus two. No, the opening line was a plus seven and a half. The, the line now is a minus two and a half. Wait, the opening line from week one was a plus se- Oh, yeah, you're right. And then it wa- got knocked down to two, and here it is at four because they don't No, no, no. It's, uh, the, the line now for Cincinnati is a minus oh, two Oh, sorry, I'm reading my number, numbers um, wrong. I have, um, I have the Rams at a um, – yeah, I had, it, I had it totally different. That makes total sense to me. I still would totally put the money line on the Rams. Yeah. I almost would maybe even hedge towards the Rams if, we're, if they're only – a two, but I'm, if you but if maybe. you if you got it at a seven and a half down to a two and a half, oh. you lost a lot of value yeah. there. So mm-hmm. you're almost thinking that the ran, the Bengals would be a better bet. But can you bet up? Can you bet on no. the backup quarterback? That's no, why so. that's why it's so such a confusing yeah. situation. Just the money line on the Rams because that would be really fun. And to I watch. don't really know how to evaluate that. Like you know, seven and a half. Okay, there's some value in the Rams there, um, but now it's down to two and a half. The value is all gone. Um, but I like your idea on the money line, at least. Yeah, because like I said, I don't know where to rank Cincinnati, which then I, my math ends up being just probably completely inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right, just to recap. So I'm thinking Jacksonville Survivor. You're thinking Kansas City. And we'll talk about it. You know, we'll decide. Uh, and I'm fine either way because you're right. Uh, uh, by the time we're still in the contest by Christmas, um, that'll be a good problem to have. Uh, my yeah. my rationale is I just want to have some options to pick. And on Chris, on Thanksgiving and Christmas, there's only six teams to choose from. Uh, and as we looked at it. Uh, I think it's the Texans and the Colts or is that the weekend, the week after? Uh, no, I think that one is, I don't remember. That, uh, that might be the week after I think that. Because we said if it came to the very last week and we had to pick between the Texans you know, versus the Colts, 
Well, that wouldn't be a bad problem to have. Well, now the way that <laughs> I mapped best it, game the, ever. The way that I mapped it out yesterday, uh, week twenty, I have the Packers uh, as if we are if we're still in it on week twenty, <laughs> yeah, right? We're even still in uh, it. I have the Packers beating the Bears on week twenty. That was what uh, you know, which is sort of ironic well, that, that it would be fun that it ended up with the Packers. Oh yeah, that would be. I, fun. I didn't do that on purpose. It just sort of worked out that way. And the Bears are proving to be really terrible. Normally, in another you know, in any other any other season, I would never take that game just because it's a division game in December in Green Bay. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the Bears are not doing so well. Still makes me a little nervous because it's a divisional game. But if the Bears continue to be terrible, uh, you know, um, but now like to your point, though, too, if Green Bay has won the division, now granted, they got Minnesota and Detroit ahead of them. So maybe they're not competing. Maybe they're competing for a wild card and not the division because they have some competition. They're going to they, play really hard. Then they still have to play. So, And the Bears won't be playing for anything at that point. The Bears will just be sort playing of... Playing for their jobs. They'll be sort of showing up. And uh, I think the the coach of the Bears, Matt Eberflus, uh, he's like a plus 150. He's like the top of the list to get fired first. Um, I'd be surprised if he actually makes it the whole season. He might not even make it the whole season. But I don't know if they have anyone to take his place, you know, on the, you know, on the coaching staff, like, you know, I don't know if there's anybody else. Uh, see. So, yeah. See. So, some of our leans, uh, Jets plus two and a half, Miami minus six and a half, Baltimore minus eight. I don't know if I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So, we can't really give you any real definitive leans, but. You know, uh, it makes a big difference from now, Thursday morning to, you know, noon on tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to, you know, we're going to solidify that. It's, I, honestly, uh, I think it's going to be this way every single week. We're going to have some leans. We kind of look at it. We uh, do a little bit more research and we come up with our, our picks to submit them before the contest on Friday. I wish we could get a little more points on the Jets and then I would absolutely, you know, lock it in on the Jets. Because I could see New England winning, but I, you know, two and a half points plus two and a half for the Jets. If, gosh, I know it's a dream, but if it went to like three and a half. Oh, it's, be, not gonna, it's not going to go to three and a half. And it's not, it's not going to, it's not even going to go to three. It's not even going to go to three. It's going to stay right where I, it is. But I do lean towards the Jets. Even like you said, Pittsburgh, I'm leaning towards Pittsburgh. Just their offense, you know, isn't great, but their defense is really good. So, uh, you know, I do think those would be good. And then, of course, I've got all my chalk with Miami and Seattle. A little chalk in there. A lot of points. You're you're laying lots of points there. You know, the numbers did kind of point to New Orleans, but then the other factors really kind of take away that value. So, I don't know. We might just leave that. Green Bay. And Green Bay, I think, is a little unproven, too. Like, I don't know what to yeah. make of Green Bay yet. I don't know if Jordan Love is good or not. Uh, you know, I think their defense is okay. I know the Saints' defense is pretty reasonable. Uh, they have a pretty a pretty uh, good defense. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fun nonetheless. Uh, so, uh, we'll uh, hopefully we go at least another 3-2. and two. Maybe you get lucky, get a 4-1 and one or a 5-0. and oh. um, That's always fantastic. And, uh, you know, we'll keep it rolling. Uh, so, till uh, week four, I'm Rob. And I'm Val. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.